Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What you need to know being brought to you by Morago Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. And here she is, Lindsay Baseball, Double H herself with what we need to know. Well, Cappy, the NFL announced at midnight last night that Apple would be taking over Pepsi's long-running sponsorship of the halftime show at the Super Bowl. They had a lot of people speculating that this announcement on this date meant that Taylor Swift would actually be the Super Bowl halftime act. That's because... Yeah, T-Swizzle's newest album is called Midnight. She's known to drop her albums at midnight, and I guess she was a long-time, you know, she's been a long-time spokesperson for Coca-Cola, which is Pepsi's competitors. But anyway, today there's been a lot of conflicting reports about the rumor. Some outlets are reporting that Swift will perform at halftime. TMZ is reporting that she was asked to, but she declined. So it's also very much up in the air. But one thing we do know is that Apple will be the new Super Bowl halftime sponsors, and they're probably going to spend a lot of money in doing so. Wow. Um, Apple has really gone in on sports. Now, is this specific to Apple Music? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, think about this. Aaron Judge and the Yankees are playing, and he's one home run shy of Roger Maris's record that was set back in 1961. Yeah, that was my next what you need to know, but it's okay. Well, I guess my point was a lot of people are complaining that that it's only available on Apple. And my point is is that it's impressive how companies like Amazon and Apple have gone deep into sports. That's all. I mean, I think. By the way, I think the production and the the show and the graphics, literally everything about Thursday Night Football, like we saw last night, since Mm -hmm. you and I were the only ones who watched it, I thought it was all very impressive. I thought it looked great. They sounded great. There are a lot of people like doing the pregame show, but aside from that, I think it's very impressive. It, it looks like they've been all doing it together for years. I must admit, going into this whole uh, Amazon thing, Al Michaels combined with Kirk Herbstreet, I was thinking Kirk is so college football that in my mind he was almost typecast as college football. And I'll tell you, man, I think he's great. And maybe it's Al. I'm not sure. But I think Kirk Herbstreet is just fine. I think he's great. You were the one, right, that had the uh, the issue with him. Well, it's not an issue. I just, like I said, I thought he was typecast. So I thought he's doing a really good job. I'm enjoying the Al Michaels, Kirk Herbstreit broadcast. You were the one who typecasted him, though. You did. I I guess. I mean, I guess I'm guilty. That's on you, bro. Guilty. Guilty. You know, We all love Herbie. He's a good guy. He does good job. Who doesn't like Herbie? I don't know. I like Herbie just fine. Now you do. Well, I, no, I like him. I love him as a college football guy. I didn't know if I was going to love him as an NFL guy. And now you love him. And I got to give him a ton of credit, too, because, man, you talk about hustle and grind. Yeah. And I know we all work really, really hard, but to go from Thursday night football, then you got to fly and get to uh, you know the, the uh, college, college football game day, game day yeah. show, and then you got to get on a plane, you got to get to a game. And, look, I realize it's private planes and makes things a lot more comfortable and easy, but it's a grind. And you, now you just added an NFL game into the mix where you got to be at your best because it's the only game on. You're not on the fourth team on CBS. You're on the team that everybody's watching, even though Lindsay and I were the only two watching last night. Missed a great game, George. Yeah. 
Big win. Big win for the Browns. Big win. Big win for our team. Oh, your team. That's right. You're now a Browns fan, too. All right. That is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Oh, my. Again, another I'm not frustrated at you right now. I'm actually frustrated at the computer thing. That just really really drove me insane. It's not Laura's fault. It's nobody's fault. It just is what it is. So just pissed me off. It's not somebody's uh, fault who works for, like, a chip manufacturer or, like, a... I mean, I could get into the real reason why I'm annoyed, and it has nothing to do with anyone in the building that we work in. Um, But uh, or uh, I'm just going to shut up before I say (laughs) that's it. You're just going to shut her down, huh? Yeah, I'm just going to shut up before I get myself into trouble. But anyway, um, Cappy. Yes, sir. We're going basically outside of one segment or two here the rest of the way. It is a football Friday. People are in their cars. People are trying to figure this out. I feel like we've had a um, a very strange start to the show because of the uh, snafus. Uh, and I know we all learned the uh, what the acronym stood for this week. If you I don't know. remember what it stands for, but I always thought snafu was a word. I never knew snafu was an acronym. Never knew yeah. that. Yeah, snafu. It's an acronym. Anybody here remember what it stands for? Yes, uh, because I thought my friend, like I said in the, the group chat, I, Morales said in the rejoin the other day that, I didn't know it was a thing. I knew it was a thing, but I remember being in middle school and thinking that my friend made it up because he'd always go, situation normal, all All bleeped bleeped up. up. Yeah. And I thought he made up the word snafu. Yeah, situation normal, all bleeped up. Uh, So anyhow, which L.A. team, Cappy? Rams Mm -hmm. or Chargers? We'll get to the Raiders later, even though they're kind of like L.A.'s. uh, Yeah, I was going to say, are they not considered an L.A. team? I mean, they are and they aren't, sort of-ish. Adjacent, as we like to say. <laughs> Are, aren't, ish, and adjacent. They're all of those things. Yeah. Um, but the Rams or the Charger, who, mm-hmm. Chargers, who survives a loss this weekend better? I would say, ooh, this is a good question. Um, we'll have to continue it on the other side because we're already way over because of all the technical snafus we've had. Really? Um, my, my first thought is that the Chargers could absorb the loss because of the Herbert situation. Mm-hmm. But as I say that, then I think on the other hand, well, wait a second. Could the Rams absorb the loss because of the Stafford injury elbow situation? But I will say that if the Chargers lose to the Jaguars mm-hmm. at home, that's yeah. a pretty darn embarrassing loss, even though the Jaguars are an improving team. Yeah. Whereas if the Rams were to lose, that's a division game. Good question. What do you think? I think the the Chargers could survive it better because they have a e- nobody has an easy schedule in the NFL, but they have a schedule that I believe is less challenging than the Rams. Well, in the next couple of weeks, the Chargers e- will and, play. and I say that with them having playing in the toughest division in the sport, which is crazy. Right, but, but the, think about the their rest next three of games. their schedule is not so hard. Yes, but after this game, Chargers play the Jaguars, then they go to the Texans, then they go to the Browns. Now that Browns game will be a very difficult game, right, Lindsay? Um, I don't know. Okay, maybe, maybe not. All right, maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. Um, but you're right, George. I mean, the next three games, the Chargers will be, I would say, obvious favorites in all three of the next games. Correct, and they're probably going to be obvious favorites in their next five or six games. Mm-hmm. You know, even the Broncos game, they'll have it at home. Unless Herbert doesn't play, they're going to be a favorite in that game on on a Sunday night or Monday night or whatever. Oh, Monday night, right. See, now the Rams, the Rams will play the Cardinals, and if they were to lose in Arizona... Then they got to go to San Francisco for Monday Night Football. And then they come home against the Cowboys. and They should win that game. 
They should. And then the Panthers, they should win. But then they got the Niners again. But, listen, the Cowboys game, I'll just say this. I know we've seen Niner fans come and take over SoFi, and Cowboy fans can do the same thing. Oh, no question. So, I think your question is a good one. The Chargers' schedule over the next three weeks on paper is significantly easier to navigate than the Rams' schedule. So, if the Chargers were to lose at home while embarrassing to Jacksonville, recoverable the following two weeks, whereas if the Rams lose... They got some tough games coming up. Correct. That, okay, that thing can get off the rails quick. Yeah. You know, we, we keep thinking about the Rams and, and the question going into the season, are they better than they were when they won the Super Bowl? And there's no, no Vaughn the Miller. The clearly no right, right There's no Odell Beckham. There's no Andrew Whitworth. And then one guy whose name we've never really talked about because he didn't join the team until way later in the season, and that's Eric Weddle. Yeah. That's just another name we haven't mentioned of why the Rams were who they were when they won the Super Bowl versus right. why the Rams are who they are today. Yeah, the Rams are not are you know, they're going to this week will go a long way to disprove some of those issues with the Rams, right? Would you cuz I feel like the Cardinals are a good team. We know they were a good team last year. They're a good team this year. They had coming off an insane win against the Raiders on the road and now they're taking on the Rams, a divisional opponent at home. And I I think for me, like this is a big spot for the Rams. This becomes because the next two weeks are not going to be easy. So you have to win. Considering your history against the Niners has not been great, you, you and your history against the Cardinals has been great, that you should – this is a game you kind of have to win. Remember what happened last year when the Rams played against the Cardinals in the first game of the two? Yeah, it was not pretty. Cardinals beat them down. Yeah. And I'll tell you right now, Kyler Murray, my opinion, most exciting player in the NFL right now. Right. I mean, he's like a pinball, you know? I mean, like, you just can't catch this guy. Mm -hmm. Darren Sproles with a rocket arm. That's who he is. Mm -hmm. Big game. Big game coming up. Hey, by the way, listen, the Raiders, we'll talk about it later. They have a huge game this weekend, too, because they're 0-2. Huge yeah. game. Yeah, I'm with you. So, a lot of football coming up today. Um, All right, coming up next, let's get into the Lakers situation because you and I were talking about this NBA rank. Now we know for sure the top five and who they are. Um, and there are some people, I think prominent people in the NBA who have not, uh, who are not keen on this idea of where LeBron particularly is in this particular ranking that ESPN has come up with. We'll get to all that coming up in just a second. So stick around 710 ESPN back in two minutes. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. 
Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Mm, mm. Go, Cappy, where you should be doing all your uh, mannerisms. I really like the uh huh. Uh huh. Uh. What's up with that siren in the background? This is Mateo's toy. That's my toy. I feel like that's like, you know, when you're in the club, they play a siren every once in a while or something, mm-hmm. you know, like just like get you going, get people getting. Uh, so Jermaine Dupree. So a couple of years ago, I was asked to be a guest on the biggest hip hop show on the BBC. Why is that? And I was like, they want me? And they're like, yeah, they want a sports guy. Oh. Because the Super Bowl was in my uh, original, the town I grew up in. And it was the Colts versus the Saints. This is when the Saints won their first Super Bowl. Or I remember it well. Yep. Yeah. And I was in the room. You could find this. The guy's name was Tim Westwood. He's the was the host back then. I don't know if it's still on YouTube somewhere. Mm-hmm. But you could probably try to find it. Okay. And it's me, Pitbull, and Jermaine Dupree on no this way. show. No way. Yeah, in this hotel in South Beach. And they're asking me about the game and this, that, and the other. And, like, the guys are there and they're talking sports too, blah, blah, blah. And then someone asked us about the halftime acts. And I said, well, you know, the halftime acts have changed because that's when they went from, after the Janet Jackson thing, they went to, like, really old acts basically mm-hmm. for a long mm-hmm. time, like the Rolling Stones and Paul McCartney or whatever and the Who and all that stuff. And... You know, so a bunch of old fogey music. And sorry, Cappy. That's and, all right. I understand, but I liked it. And the so I said, well, you know, after what happened, you know, with Janet Jackson, and I looked at Jermaine Dupree, <laughs> um, I said, you know, they, there's people got all up in arms or whatever, and you know, it just so they've changed the acts. And he looks and he goes, Well, why are you looking at me? And I'm just like, I'm yeah, just why? saying, you know. Why were you looking at him? Because he used to date Janet Jackson back then. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. And they were married, I thought, weren't they? Yeah, they were married. They were That's married. true. They were married. Yeah, yeah for a long that. time. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Don't keep up with Janet Jackson's husbands. Yeah. And obviously he was her producer, too, on top of that. So and then I was like, no, no, man, I'm I'm all good. But he like was not thrilled that I did now he might have been playing, but you know, I feel like Pitbull then jumped in. I don't remember the exact conversation. Pitbull just jumped in and like, you know, kind of made everybody laugh and then we just all moved along. Um, if he wasn't happy with you, and let, and by the way, I have found it on YouTube, no problem. By the way, you're so cute back then, George. Yeah. I mean, you're kind of cute now, too. That's little Georgie Sedano back in the day. This is from what year? 2010. It's got to be 2009. No, February 26, 2010. Okay. So and so if, if Jermaine 2009 Dupree, season, yeah. yeah. If Jermaine Dupree is like, hey, I didn't really appreciate that, I'm about to kick your ass. And he doesn't realize, of course, that, you and I both know you are a black belt in karate, and he comes out. He comes after you. I mean, mm-hmm. what do you think? I mean, you feel confident? 
I, I with Jermaine Dupri, maybe, but the problem is he's got a bodyguard in there that weighs three hundred pounds and is easily like six foot five. He looks like a left tackle. I know, but can't you sweep the leg? Nah, bro. There's only so much sweeping of the leg you can do. When that guy gets you, it's over. Okay, now what if Jermaine Dupri's by himself, all by himself, no bodyguard, and he wants <laughs> I don't a piece know. of you? Maybe Jermaine Dupri can fight, and I don't know. He could, look, all it takes is one punch in a fight, bro. Mm-hmm. Well, you are a black belt and cut out top. But I wasn't trying to fight Jermaine Dupri. I love Jermaine Dupri. Yeah, and he wasn't I happy feel, with you. And I didn't. Well, yeah, he didn't. He wasn't very happy with me. Although we did make amends later. But where uh, the hell was this shot, by the way? Where are you in guys? a in hotel? A I just told you. Yeah, but it looks. It doesn't look like hotel-y. Looks like you guys. It's like a big. It was like a suite. They they did the broadcast in a suite. That's very and, common, Kappa. And they bring them up they, because they wanted to bring. They didn't want Jermaine Dupri and Pitbull just doing it in like some open area. Like they wanted to make it private. I wonder if we're watching. I'm watching what you uh, are talking about. Was Jermaine Dupri wearing like a? Uh, He's a the Ralph one at Loren? the DJ booth. He's mixing no, he? at the DJ table or the. Oh, DJ maybe app. I'm looking at some. This is Tim Westwood TV. Yeah, is what I'm watching. Yeah. Because I put in George Sedano, Jermaine Dupree, and Pitbull. Now, I haven't seen any Pitbull yet. He's there eventually. Yeah, maybe I'm looking at something different. Yeah. I so anyhow, um, so that's my Jermaine Dupree story. He's going to kick your ass. He didn't seem thrilled at first, but he uh, he was much, much more more cool about it later. He, uh, I guess he realized I'm also, at I, I, that time, I was just a, a young idiot. So What about now? I'm just an old idiot now. Okay. All right. Well, I can appreciate that. Um, so... There are a lot of people yelling and screaming and being upset about this uh, NBA rank. So here are the, the, way, the way that it broke down now. Giannis won. Nikola Jokic, that's an upset, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, he's the two-time MVP, so I get it, I guess, but come on. Luka Doncic, Joel Embiid, Steph Curry. I actually feel Steph got a little slighted there personally. Well, right. I mean, if we're going to say LeBron got slighted and KD got slighted and people yesterday talking about AD number 20 on this list, really, Steph Curry's five? Five? I mean, if you sold me on Giannis at one, fine. But Steph, not two? No. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm not thrilled about this list. Giannis should be one. I'm good with that. And I can make the case that KD and LeBron are in that top five somewhere. And I would probably remove Jokic and Doncic, uh, perhaps. More so Jokic than Doncic. But either, because neither actually plays defense. And I know you can make the argument, well, Steph doesn't play great defense. But he does play really good team defense at this stage of his career, which is why he's gotten stronger, if you've noticed, and he's no longer a liability liability on defense like he was perhaps when Lindsey's Cavs were playing him in the finals back in those days. I love how you're 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 not happy with this list. Me personally, I don't really like go too deep into these lists, outsider versus insider, but I thought it was really funny that Stephen A went off on this oh, list. Oh man, he, he went off. And Winhorst actually too, and Winhorst was not thrilled with it either. But play Stephen A first, Laura. Ain't nowhere in hell five players in the world are better than LeBron James and Kevin <laughs> That is impossible. LeBron James is entering his 20 seasons. His 19th year last, you know what he did, Christine? Mm. 30, 30 a night, that LeBron James. Kevin Durant, in his sleep, averaged 29. Kyrie Irving distraction, Ben Simmons distraction, James Harden distraction, (laughs) Brooklyn in traffic on Atlantic Avenue, just look outside the window. Distraction. Kevin Durant still averaged 29 a game. Ain't no way in hell. Five players in the NBA are better than Kevin Durant and LeBron James. This list is egregious. I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> you tell now, him, Stephen A. Stephen A., I had something to do with it, and even I feel it's egregious, okay? Yeah. 
I had nothing to do with this list. I am the face of ESPN. I am the highest paid employee at ESPN. Not I am, I Oh, no? Oh, right. And I forgot. Joe Buck Buck showed up and and Aikman showed up. Right. I want to be the highest paid employee at ESPN again. Maybe. Maybe not. But I will say it is egregious. And I do not agree with this. You tell him, Stephen A. Wendy chimed in as well. And look, Wendy, I don't believe uh, would go through the same outrage that Stephen A. would in this scenario. But Wendy also kind of laid it out here for us. Here's what I know. If I was starting a playoff series, I would want Giannis first. And my second pick to this moment would still be LeBron. And certainly if I had the third pick, I'd be still happy. But LeBron is still right up there in a seven-game series. And that's where I view him. If you want to put him sixth, you want to put him seventh, you want to put him third, whatever. But that's where I see. Yeah. In a seven-game series, I still want LeBron and KD over any of these guys. Not over Steph. Not for me. Uh, Steph is in the conversation, but I'd still take in a seven game series. I'd still want LeBron or uh, and KD over everyone in here, uh, except Giannis at the moment, because Giannis's game is developing in a way that uh, I think has made him more unguardable than ever. And athletically, he's just incredible. I believe that we have all been pronouncing LeBron's name wrong for all these years, and I'm going to try and use the Stephen A. pronunciation all season long. LeBron. LeBron. LeBron, B-R-A-W-N, LeBron. Yeah, that's his New York. Not LeBron, LeBron. Yeah. LeBron. LeBron James. Yeah, That's how I'm going to say it all all season. But I I am. I I just, I don't get it. And look, I hope LeBron uh, makes this a point to stick in his craw. And if I had to guess, he probably does. And balls out this year. But none of, I think Travis nailed it yesterday. If AD plays like, a top 10 or 20 player or 15 player, uh, then it will make LeBron's life a lot easier. That's what this whole thing comes down to. I know that like this weekend, for example, the LeBron players like pre-training camp thing is happening down in San Diego. Um, it really just comes down to AD. I mean, we keep saying it over and over again. Why don't you again. go to that? I'm going to have to text LeBron. Just, why don't you just crash? I have done that in the past, you know. I mean, we know. You crashed a suite. Right. Could you True. imagine, Lindsay, Laura, where all of a sudden we find out, you know, uh, all of a sudden on social media, it's like, man, thrown out of, uh, escorted out of practice, uh, LeBron James' uh, private practice. And then I have we see seen, it's Cappy. I, I have seen LeBron down here before. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, he used to have this camp, and uh, my son went to the LeBron James basketball camp over the summer, and um, former Cleveland Indians star, David Justice, who I happened to know back then, I knew him pretty well, and he was standing there talking to LeBron, so I thought, well, this is my chance. I better go up and say hi. And then David Justice was like, hey, LeBron, this is Scott Kaplan. Like, you actually called me first and last name, and LeBron's like, yeah, and what do you want? Like, I'm like, well, I just, hi, man, how are you? And then the next year when he brought his camp down here, I talked to the girl who ran the camp. I'm like, yo, does LeBron want to stay in a hotel, or does LeBron want to stay in my friend's beach house because it's wide open for him? Because a lot of pro athletes were using it back then at the time before he moved into it. Anyway, whatever. Um, if I can find out where LeBron has this weekend's uh, event, I may have to stop by and say what up. All right, fair enough. Say what up. LeBron. E, tell Sloan I say what up. I may do that, George. I remember, may just that, do that. Re- remember that episode of Entourage? Yo, E, tell Sloan I say what up. I do remember that. Who Happy. said that to him? It was uh, What's-His-Face, the guy who... Uh, Seth... Uh, uh, what is his last name? Seth Green. 
Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Laura, should I go to this or what? I mean, whatever we tell you, you're going to do what you want to do. But if mm-hmm. you're going to crash, just take mm-hmm. a lot of tequila mandala. There That's you go. Take a lot idea. of tequila mandala. And by the way, Radio Tinder's coming up next. And that, of course, is sponsored by Tequila Mandala. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Bump, bump, bump. It's Mason in Ireland. Beep, 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 boop, 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 boop. I love the Muppets, man. Let me tell you something. You want to find me, like, I, I love, as a kid, I loved watching the Muppets. And, like, even as an adult, if the Muppets pop on TV, I'm sticking around for a few minutes. Where can I find the Muppets on TV? I haven't seen them in a long time. Well, they've had like movies recently. They did a movie not too long ago, I feel like. I Who's think your... they're all on Disney Plus now, Cap. Yeah, they're, they're all Disney. On Disney Plus. Yeah. 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 I still you need to cancel my to Disney Plus. I got to cancel my Disney Plus so that I can bundle the Disney Plus, you know? Okay. So I got to put it. it all together. I think you can bundle it without canceling. You just have to. I'll send you the link, but you, you'll never figure it out. But no, I'll, I'll try, try, though. I'll try. You can link them. Yeah. I'll try and figure it out. All right. Okay. Tequila Mandala is our sponsor here for Radio Tinder. I just want to make sure everybody knows that. Uh, always swipe right with Tequila Mandala, the award-winning small batch premium sipping tequila made from the finest mature agaves, available everywhere fine tequilas are sold. Visit their website, tequilamandala.com, and demand the extraordinary with Tequila Mandala. Go ahead, Linz. Take it away, Linz. Thanks, Sedano. So a new study done on behalf of GasX has determined just how long it takes for the average person to feel comfortable enough to pass gas in front of their partner. You want to take any guesses of what the average person said? Now, the average, now is this a relationship or is it a marriage? Um, not a marriage. Just uh, after like meeting A regular somebody. old relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like boyfriend and girlfriend. Yep. I would say... I'm going to say six months is a good over-under. I'm going to say five years. <laughs> I'm well, not joking around. Well, the answer, according to the study, is just six dates. Get wow. out of here. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, the study also found that 44% of respondents say that they've had an evening of love ruined by their own gas 
and 43% are quick to point the finger at their partner. Uh, the survey also found that more than half of Americans admitted to muting themselves in a virtual meeting to pass gas. Those all sound like things that you've probably done, Cappy. But do you personally agree with any of these findings? Swipe left or swipe right? Cappy, you go first. I'm going to swipe right and say I do agree with several of the findings, especially when you mute yourself in a Zoom meeting or something like that to pass your own gas. However, as far as the relationship is concerned, six dates I don't buy. I said five years. I've been with Rubber Rubber Rachel for over three and have never one time like intentionally said like, hey, Rachel, pull my finger or like just lifted up my leg and let one roll and um, like have her go, ew, gross. Like I do not pass gas in front of this woman. Never. I'm petrified to do so. Why? I don't know. I probably because I didn't establish it in the first six dates. And now here I are. I am all these years later. And I bet you if her friends were ever like, is he gross too? Like, does he fart in front of you? I know that she would say never. He does not. Um, Bad precedent by me. Laura also, though, had a good point. Uh, Laura, go ahead. Tell Cappy what you just said. Cappy, right. you won't fart in front of her, but you will tell her you had accidents in your car you pooped yourself baby. Yeah. well remember the other day when she said to me why were you in a it hotel for 30 minutes to. i yeah. had no choice but to like say this is really embarrassing but here's why mm. but like even when she and i are together like if i have to go i'm like all right hey i'll be back in a few minutes i'm going downstairs like i'm going as far away from her as i can mm -hmm. you know how about you george how long did it take before i what like farted in front of my wife mm-hmm I don't know. I didn't really think about it. Um, it probably just happened, I'm sure, at some point. But you do know? you do it now recreationally? No, I never done it recreationally. You know what I mean? Like, there have been times. I try not to fart in front of anyone, to be honest. I was going like, to say. <laughs> I don't like look to fart in front, like, at people. You know what I mean? Like, but like, some, like, pe weird. some people do. Like, my brother does it like he thinks it's funny. You know? Right. And just I, like, I don't do that. I, I don't yeah. do the thing where I try to fart. Um, and people can just like, you know, like I, I try not to fart like in front of people. Like I, I do try to do it where people aren't there. Now, sometimes in the house, if I do it and somebody happens to walk in. All right. Well, you screwed up. You know, that's your fault. Yeah. I mean, you don't like drive down the road and like fart. And then Kelly's like, ew, open the windows. And you're like, nope. And you close the windows and turn on the heat. You don't do that to her. No, I definitely don't. Do that. How about like the Dutch oven? You do that to her? No, I haven't done the Dutch oven. Either. Yeah. See, like these are things I don't do. Like when I was married, probably why I'm divorced. Um, I would do things like that, but um, now I don't. I think she'd be really like, she's kind of a little proper at times. So. I think I it depends on the person. Cause like thinking about it, like my first boyfriend I had, like he was very much like that. But then my second serious boyfriend was just like not the complete opposite. So I feel like it's, everyone's different, you know? Weird. I don't think anybody like choose. I don't know. I I just feel like I understand where Cappy's at and Sedano. Like if it happens, it happens. Oops, accident, right? But I don't think anyone's like, ooh, let me do that. I don't know. That's like, oh no, there, there are definitely. I it is childish, you but know? I know a lot of guys that are like that. Like my no, brother I definitely know like people that. that. My brother's sure, like yeah. that. Yeah. Wait, for I sure. have a quick question though. We're talking about us guys, girls. What about you guys? Do you, I, don't, uh, I don't buy the six dates. I feel like that's something that you hold off as long as humanly possible. No, yeah. no, you're not getting my question. Do you do ladies... We, do we, like, let it rip in front of the dudes? Correct. No. No. Yeah, because that's a big turnoff. Girls poop flowers. 
Yeah, potpourri. <laughs> potpourri, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> potpourri. Isn't there like a spray? Yeah, my grandma used to say that. Girls poop flowers. Ladies poop flowers. Mm-hmm. There you go. All right, so next one here. You guys have all heard of the pay it forward gesture in drive-thrus where one person pays for the order of the person behind them and then that person returns the act of kindness by paying for the car behind them and so on and so on until eventually someone breaks it. While this woman who recently went viral on Tic Tac TikTok. Proudly I thought there was a different app called TikTok. No, that was, <laughs> that was like, a Mason. I love a really? I, I would love to. That was a Mason two-pack move there by me. <laughs> uh, so this woman went viral on TikTok for proudly announcing that she broke the pay-it-forward chain and she had no problems with it. She went off on the, uh, the cashier and said, so basically you're telling me these people were shamed and caught into this conga line of morality where they had to give the gesture back. I'm not that girl. I deserve to have a nice day. Someone paid me a nice gesture and I want my free sandwich, not giving it back, moving along. And her TikTok blew up with reactions from both sides. So have you guys ever broke a pay it forward drive through chain? Swipe left or swipe right? Sedano. No, you know, I've never been in that situation. Me neither. I've never been in a pay it forward drive through chain. I have. Never. Never. I've never pulled up to the drive through and had them say to me, hey, guess what? The people in front of you paid for yours, and if you want to, pay it forward. Pay for the guy behind you. I've never had that happen. Like, this phenomenon, I've heard of it. I've never experienced it. I have. No, I'm a nun. I've had, and I've never broken it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I brought it up to you guys once that I have a friend who was in that situation, and he wanted to, but the order behind him was, like, ridiculous. It was, like, 60 or $70. And he was like, I'm not going to do that. My order was like 10 bucks. I'm not paying $70. So he broke mm. it. I agree with that. I, I, he has the money. He should have just paid up. He makes, no, he, he makes come good on. money. Why, why does he have to be guilted? It's like, it's like the person yeah. who broke the chain said. She's like, why yeah. do I have to get caught up in this whole guilt morality sort of issue? Hey, you know what? The person in front of me, that was awfully sweet of you. You didn't have to do it. And I don't have to do it. Like, why do I have to? I mean, he didn't do it. He's like, I'll I'll pay $10 for the order, but I am paying the $70. See, now that's reasonable. A negotiation. Yeah, I like that. He did that. He's like, I'll do the $10 because that's what my order's worth. But I'm absolutely not paying for the entire order behind me. Good move by that guy or girl. It's guy. I've never been in that situation either, but I feel like I would feel too guilty not to do it. That, yeah. My order, the order that I paid for was a, a bit more than a lot more than what I had but I just feel like I don't know like mine was at a Starbucks so I just feel like you know what just do it but if you don't have money then I get it then you shouldn't feel guilty in I just don't know why I have to be guilted into this you shouldn't you shouldn't at all but you know and people have different money at different times like who knows if it's like the times especially if you like you just got paid and you order to go food and you want to like tip extra because you're like hey that ten dollars is probably really going to make this person's day whereas to me right now i just got paid so i'm rich you know i mean there have been times i'm at the grocery store and the person in front of me like doesn't have enough money to pay and i'm like hey man um how much do you need Uh, five bucks ten bucks or hey i'm happy to help you out because let's go i need to get going here you know yeah yeah but um I know that am I my guilty like guy comes up to you at a gas station like yo man you got like five dollars for gas for me I'm like uh no I don't well I never carry cash so there's that yeah, that's, the <laughs> that's my cash. problem yeah. Yeah. yeah that's a convenient excuse too by the way that I use that happens to me all the time though like people at the gas station because I always get gas station right outside of work and I feel like probably like 
two out of five times when I go there, someone will ask me for money for gas. And I'm like, I don't carry cash on me because I really don't. Same. Yeah, I don't either. I don't carry Same. cash. <laughs> I do carry cash. Because I get well, guilty when I don't have cash. Hey, King. Hey, King. Yo, you got, hey, King, you got $20 for me. <laughs> I need gas hey, money. Hey, King. <laughs> Pay for my Starbucks, please. <laughs> all right. That is Radio Tinder each and every day at 530. Coming up next, Cappy, all the Dodgers closer conundrum may be over. We'll explain what that means in just a moment. Stick around. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. This feels like your kind of music, Happy. It's really not. Uh, Bruce Springsteen, for a lot of people, it's blasphemy when you say you're not a huge Bruce Springsteen fan. I've never seen him in concert. I've never tried to go see him in concert. I couldn't believe the prices last time somebody told me they went to see him in concert. I, I mean, I, I can get along with a few of Bruce Springsteen's songs, but I'm not the biggest Springsteen fan. You? Yeah, I... Yeah, I, I... But it doesn't do much for me. I got friends of mine that have seen him like a hundred times. Like, boss is the greatest, man. He's from Jersey. Yeah! I'm like, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I like this song. It's I, like, I mean, I like several Springsteen songs, but I'm not like nuts about Springsteen, you know? Okay. Tickets to Springsteen concerts. Like, we were talking the other day about the cost of some tickets. I think it was Bad Bunny at SoFi. See, muy expensive. Yeah. Same with the boss. Hey, King. I'm still waiting for my tickets for Friday. Hey, King. I know. Hey, Queen. I'm working on those tickets for Are you, Are you Queen. really? No. No. Yeah, exactly. No, I was like, no, you're not. <laughs> Thanks, Cappy. Now I, know, no now I know where I stand. Thanks, you have Cap. no idea. You, let me tell you guys just Thank really you. quick story. I got a guy who calls me the other day, buddy of mine, uh, used to play football at USC uh, generations ago, tells me that he's going to the 49ers-Broncos game Sunday night. But he tells me, I'm going to the game, but I ain't got no tickets. Mm-hmm. I said, yeah, and? And he says, hey, King. I said, oh, you got to be kidding me. He said, no. He goes, can you do me a favor? I said, what? What do you need me to do? He goes, can you please call John Lynch, the general manager of the 49ers? He knows I know John. Can you call John and please see if he'll get us tickets to the game? And I'm like, my brother, I love you with all my heart. I swear to you I do. But I ain't got the time or the bandwidth to be dealing with this. Right. And another guy called me the other day. Hey, King, uh, the Cleveland Browns are coming down to play the Atlanta Falcons. Think you can talk to your boy Alex and see if you can get me three, three tickets. Not two, not four, three. This whole Hey, King thing has become a major issue. 
because I thought I was Ticketmaster before this. Now, now I'm Hey King. I don't See. think they're really like expected of you though, Kevin. Oh. I feel like it's kind of part of the oh. bit. No. Hey King. No, no, <laughs> no. Lindsay Baseball. No Double H. These well, people who are asking me, they're they're not joking around. They're like, please, dude, just call Lynch. All you have to do is text him. I'm sure it's no big deal for him to get me two tickets, a parking pass, and a field pass before the game. I'm sure it's not a big deal for him. Come on, do that for me. Bad Bunny, VIP bro, tickets. Thank you, Hank. And parking, and parking. Don't forget oh, about and parking. parking. Hank King. VIP, yeah, VIP. I mean, for, he, you know, people out here asking, might as well. For what it's worth, Cappy, I did not... <laughs> I appreciate you getting me that really cool bucket hat very much, and I wasn't, like, expecting it, so I don't want you to think that. Well, I'll tell you something. I had to use Hey King on myself today because oh, okay. next next weekend I'm going to this Ohana Fest uh, concert series in uh, Doheny State Beach, and on Friday night with Stevie Nicks, I got some VIPs. On Saturday for Eddie Vedder, I got, I got some general admission. So I started thinking to myself, Hey King, can you hook yourself up? So I had to start working the phones a little bit today. Still don't have them yet. I got a Hey hmm. King myself. Hmm. George, you going to help me? Hey King. You got me? some VIPs for me? For yeah, what? You... For Ohana Fest? Yeah. I don't know, bro. Call like, uh, you know, K Rock or Alt 987 or something. Try to win tickets or something. No, I don't want to win tickets. I need somebody to hook it up. VIPs. Oh, no, no say. Hmm. I mean, maybe the Electric Daisy Carnival I can help you, but not Ohana really? Fest. No. All right. Well, I'm working on it. Yeah. I'm working on. I'm calling. You in know what they're King. working on too. The Dodgers are working on a new closer because Dave Roberts basically said that uh, Craig Kimbrell not closing no more. This is kind of funny, isn't it? That earlier in the day we're having this conversation about how Dave is saying last night after the game, after Kimbrell gives up that home run mm -hmm. and gives up the lead, like, hey, they got to figure this thing out. And Dave is kind of beginning to intimate that he's it's on his mind too. Mm -hmm. And then as soon as we get done talking about it, the news breaks. But Dave's like, yeah, he ain't he ain't closing no more. We've seen enough. Yeah, can't do well, it, man. I'm mean, listen. You you, you got to remember one thing. Dave Roberts, early early this season, guaranteed, guaranteed, the Dodgers are going to win the World Series. He did. He he absolutely did do that. So Dave Roberts, he got a lot on this thing. He got the best team in baseball with the best record in baseball. And I know, George, we talked to a lot of baseball people who think Atlanta poses a monster threat. No question. Thinks the Mets have a legitimate shot because of the top of their pitching rotation. No question. I don't know if anybody buys, you know, San Diego or Milwaukee or Philadelphia or whoever else is in the mix here, but I think Atlanta in particular poses a real threat to the Dodgers. Dave Roberts, as loyal as he wants to be to his players, at some point, you have to think about the greater good rather than one person. Mm -hmm. And I think he's finally reached that boiling point. Yeah. I don't think there's any question. Like, look, at the end of the day, you got to win. The, the, the pressure is on that he put on himself and that this team inherently already has to win a championship because they won one in 2020. And the notion is, well, they won one in a shortened season, blah, 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 COVID, yada, 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 yada. Okay, well, you want to disprove that because you've been the best team in the sport for the better part of I don't know, ten five, years, six years now. Yeah, uh, yeah, maybe longer. Yeah, no, like going back to, yeah, like the when they lost the World Series to uh, the the Houston Astros. Mm -hmm. So that's five, six years now. So yeah, listen, they they won that World Series 
And if you're a Dodger fan, you're like, yeah, they finally won one. And if you are a Dodger hater, and there are plenty of them out there, you're like, yeah, they did, but it was a shortened season. It was 60 games. It was a sprint. It wasn't the full marathon. And the Dodgers, I don't, I'm not saying that anybody's turning their rings in, but I think that they organizationally want to win a World Series to shut up all the doubters out there that said, right. yeah, but it was the shortened season. Mm-hmm. And they've not yet done that. Because there's only been one season since, which was last year, which they didn't win it. But if I'm Dave Roberts, I've given Craig Kimbrell a long time. Oh, my God, they've given him way more time than I think anyone else would have gotten in this situation, especially with very little history that Craig Kimbrell has with Dave Roberts. I mean, he literally respected him just because of his career, his resume, his veteranship, if that's even a word. We'll we'll go with veteranship. We can use that. Yeah. I'll go with that. His veteran uh, je ne sais quoi. I mean, you remember last year when Russell Westbrook um, – was saying things like, hey, I don't have to earn anything. My career speaks for itself. Yes, it does. Your history and your statistics speak for themselves. But this is a new team. This is a new season. You have to earn it every year. And I know that when you get to a certain level in sports, you think that you don't, but you kind of do. And if you're Craig Kimbrell, your career speaks for itself. You've had a great career. You're not going to be a Hall of Famer, but you've had a really great career. But you haven't been part of the fabric of the Dodger family. So we've given you time. You, you made this excellent comeback here over the last few weeks when you changed your music to let it go. And now all of a sudden you've let it go. And it ain't going so well. Yeah. So, right. so I got to think about the whole team. I got to think about winning a World Series. I can't think about you and your ego. I had to do what's best for everybody else around of here. Of course. That's the reality of it. That's it. This is the deal now. Like, no more... Hurt, hurt feelings don't matter. Now we're all got to be pros here. We gave you a shot. And look, Craig Kimbrell cannot complain that he didn't get enough opportunity to fulfill the job he was hired to do, <laughs> right? Like, no, he, there's no way on God's green earth he can complain. He's had the worst ERA of his career, the worst strikeout to walk ratio he's had in his career, most least strikeout per nine. He's had the worst whip of his career. He's at the back end of his career. Uh, back end, this is it for Craig Kimbrell. As a closer, yes. Yeah. Yeah, this is it. I mean, he he's either going to get it together, which I don't think he will, and I don't think he'll be given the opportunity to over the next couple of weeks. I suspect that over the final 12 games of the season, with, you know, listen, there's some tough games coming up here, and and, and we talked about it yesterday. Did, did the Dodgers take their foot off the gas against Arizona where they lost two straight games. And then, you know, I would say no because, you know, last night they could have just they could have just packed it in and been like, whatever, these games don't matter. But they still battled. They put runners on base. Mookie comes up. He gets the game-winning walk-off hit. It shows you that till the very end they still care, mm-hmm. even when they could take their foot off the brakes or off the gas. you got the Cardinals coming into town. You're going to go down to San Diego. Um uh, there's still games to be played. And by the way, you're playing against playoff caliber teams, and I think the Dodgers would rather send a message than, than just say, hey, you know, like Blake said a couple weeks ago, bubble wrap everybody and just make right. sure everybody's healthy 100%. Yeah. 104 wins on the season. 104 and 46. Mm-hmm. What a year.
but you got to finish it off. Yeah. Oh, no question. That's it. Like the job's not done, as Kobe used to say. Right. Coming Absolutely. up next, Cappy. Let's get into the Raiders a little bit because there's already chatter, let's call it, um, about if they lose this Sunday, should the tank be on already? Wow. Yeah. Let's get to that coming up next.